on this beautiful day across most of the South, we are enjoying the last couple of days before Good Friday and, of course, Easter weekend. And it is unofficially spring in Dixie, and we're excited. In fact, we are on the road again today in Oxford, Mississippi. This is the Y'all Show with the General John Rawl right here in Oxford, Lafayette County in North Mississippi. And so good to have you join us here on this all-Southern program. We've got a lot of good Oxford stuff coming today, a lot coming tomorrow. In fact, we'll have a special guest Leanne Stubbs will be joining us from Visit Oxford. That's the official tourism arm of the city of Oxford. And Leanne's going to be our special guest and tell us all about next week's Double Decker Arts Fest. This will be taking place on the Oxford Square on Saturday as well as Friday of next week. A lot of great art coming this way and great music too. But in fact, Jason Isbell is going to be the headline artist at Double Decker next weekend. So we'll have Leanne on tomorrow to give us that full rundown of this year's Arts Festival right here in Oxford. And that'll be on tomorrow's Y'all Show. Plus on Thursday's Y'all Show, we'll have a closer look at the team that resides right here in Lafayette County, Mississippi. The Mississippi Land Sharks are a darn good college baseball team these days. And A.C. Roberts, he's the host of the Hotty Toddy Hotline. That's a show that is our sister program that covers all things Rebel Land Sharks. He'll be on to give us kind of not only a talk about what's going on at the University of Mississippi, but he has a very special guest from one of the websites that covers college baseball, and they're going to talk about college baseball in the entire Southeastern Conference. So that will be in our SEC Spotlight tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Friday, we've got Golf Talk. Jason Nall, Executive Director of the Southern States Junior Classics, will be back on with us to help preview this weekend's Heritage in Hilton Head Island, South Carolina. That's going on this weekend, and he's got more aftershocks of Tiger Woods' win at Augusta National to discuss. That'll be in our golf report on Friday. Okay, those are great things, and those are coming up on the Y'all Show. But you don't have to wait till tomorrow. You don't have to wait till Good Friday on the Y'all Show. We've got special stuff coming today that you don't want to miss out. We'll have a little bit later this hour, ACC insider Jonathan Lifeite is going to be on to talk about the decision, a very expected decision, of Zion Williamson to announce that he's going to leave Duke after one year and go off to the NBA. We'll get Jonathan's take on that. We've got some ACC golf news to get to with Mr. Lifeite, plus more basketball news and notes, a new hire for the Virginia Tech Gobblers. We'll discuss that with Lifeite, plus ACC football news. And what about the ride that Manny Diaz went on the other day there in South Beach. We'll tell you about that when we have our ACC Spotlight later this hour. And then when we go to the second hour of today's All Southern Show, we'll have hashtag Blue, some good stuff coming that way, including something about Easter that we want to share with you. And then we'll have our friend Precious Harris right on Music Row in Nashville, Tennessee, with a complete report on all things music. So a lot of good stuff coming your way right here on the Y'all Show on this Wednesday, and if you want to connect with us on y'all, talk with a southern accent, it's very easy to do that. Our website is yall.com, y'all.com. We also have that on Facebook now. Go to y'all.com on Facebook and like our page. We're growing that by leaps and bounds. So you can get the show blasted out each day if you're liking us on Facebook, plus all the other good stories that you can find now at y'all.com. And Twitter and Instagram are both at Y'all Show. And you can find us on the TuneIn Radio app if you have that on your phone. 
or if you want to save it as a bookmark on your desktop, it's TuneIn is a great app to catch the Y'all Show podcast each and every time. Plus, we're in iTunes, too. So making it so easy for you to connect with the All Southern Show. All right, starting our look at headlines from throughout Dixie. We're back to blackface talk with Governor Ralph Northam of Virginia. He's been able to kind of withstand the assault on him after the blackface allegations and proof that he wore blackface, although the yearbook from the medical school, he says that photo was not of him, but then he confessed to wearing it at a Michael Jackson costume contest or something like that back in the early 1980s. Now he has withdrawn his plans to be the commencement speaker at VMI. That is his alma mater, Virginia Military Institute in Lexington, Virginia. And now the governor says he won't participate in any other graduation ceremonies after the scandal continues over his blackface photo. And the Democrat is going to skip graduations in the entire Commonwealth of Virginia this year. His spokesperson said that he decided weeks ago to skip ceremonies over concern he would divert focus from graduates. And he graduated from VMI, I think in 1981 was his class there, great school in Lexington, Virginia. And he's an alumnus of the military college there in Virginia. But now he will not be the commencement speaker. And maybe what would have been his first opportunity to speak there as governor, I'm not sure if he was invited in 2018 or not but boy the blackface scandal continues for him and for him to not even show up at his alma mater to be the graduation speaker and he's the governor of the commonwealth he's continuing to feel lots of pressure the president of the united states donald trump and his wife melania will be in atlanta next week they're coming to atlanta on april 24th to discuss the nation's opioid crisis and they will attend the eighth annual drug abuse and heroin summit which takes place on, again, April 24th, and it will be held at the Hyatt Regency Hotel in downtown Atlanta. The opioid crisis is responsible for thousands of deaths throughout the state of Georgia and nationwide, and a strong statement for how to have the, both President and Melania Trump come to Georgia to attend the nation's opioid summit there, the Drug Abuse and Heroin Summit in Atlanta next week. A pretty pretty impressive thing there for both of them to take time out of their schedule to come south for that particular event. A fan of President Trump is in the news, unfortunately, in this case because he was assaulted. Two men are now charged with attacking and robbing a man in Germantown, Maryland, as the man wore a red Make America Great Again hat. Montgomery County, Maryland police said the victim was walking on Cottage Garden Drive over the weekend when he was approached by the men. The two men began harassing the victim and asking why he was wearing a Make America Great Again hat. The victim replied that he was entitled to his own views and kept walking. But police said the two men attacked the victim, told him to take off the hat and hit him until he fell to the ground. Then he was robbed and the two men fled. Luckily, police found the two suspects hiding among a group of kids who were playing basketball. And charges have been filed against Jovan Crawford of Germantown, Maryland, and 25-year-old Scott Robertson of Washington, D.C. Charges also include robbery, conspiracy to commit robbery, and second-degree assault. They're in Maryland assaulting a fan of President Donald Trump and make America great again. We're making the South great, uh, continuing to make the South great here on the Y'all Show each and every day. To the Show Me State and the Supreme Court of Missouri has upheld, upheld the appointment of Lieutenant Governor Kehoe, Mike Kehoe there in Missouri. The Supreme Court was upheld 
the appointment of Mike Parson as, as he appointed Kehoe as lieutenant governor, and judges ruled Tuesday in favor of Kehoe 5-2 to keep his job. He took office amid a shuffling of state office holders in the Show Me State, which began after Governor Eric Greitens resigned in the face of a potential impeachment last June. Parson had been serving as lieutenant governor and was elevated to the state's top executive position. That would be Mike Parson, who's now the governor. And then he appointed fellow Republican Kehoe to replace him as lieutenant governor. Missouri's governor and lieutenant governor are elected separately. And a person from the Democratic Party named Daryl Cope had sued in protest of Kehoe's appointment. But again, on Tuesday, Missouri's Supreme Court ruled the governor does have the authority to, to appoint a lieutenant governor in the case of a vacancy. So your governor in Missouri, Mike Parson, and your now official lieutenant governor is Mike Kehoe there in Jefferson City, Missouri. A man who tossed his daughter off a bridge has now been found guilty of murder in Florida as a jury on Tuesday found the man guilty of first-degree murder after he dropped his five-year-old daughter off a bridge four years ago despite arguments from his attorneys that he was insane and thought his actions would actually save her. And John, John Chuck, was automatically sentenced to life in prison. Prosecutors portrayed John Chuck as a vengeful man who planned to kill his daughter to keep her away from her mother and grandmother. And now, God, what a terrible thing. He's 29 years old when he killed his daughter in Tampa Bay back in January 2015. More bad parenting news to unfortunately relay here on this Wednesday y'all show from Oklahoma. Mary Elizabeth Moore has been arrested in Delaware County, Oklahoma, and the undersheriffs that there says that this is a extreme case of child neglect as she's been arrested and accused of starving her children and then making them eat dog feces. She's got two children ages three and five years old who had to go to the hospital. One weighed just 26 pounds and another one weighed 18 pounds. And authorities say they were living in a home along a rural and secluded area about five miles from the town of Jay, Oklahoma. According to court documents, the children were so malnourished that the hospital staff placed them on a special diet and applied nasal feeding tubes. And DHS was Looking into the case, one child disclosed that she was allegedly being fed dog feces. Again, all this from the mother, allegedly from Mary Elizabeth Moore in Jay, Oklahoma. And she's being held on a $100,000 bond right now. If true, this woman has no right to be anywhere near kids for a long, long time. Sad story there from Oklahoma. Now, the federal government has renamed a creek in Georgia, a creek that was known as Runaway Negro Creek. This is in the Savannah area, and the U.S. Board of Geographic Names changed the name to Freedom Creek after Georgia lawmakers passed a resolution requesting the switch. Runaway slaves are believed to have crossed the creek near Savannah during the 19th century as they sought freedom in the north. And now the federal board, which is responsible for naming geographic features in the U.S., approved the change last week so we have a new name of this creek no longer runaway negro creek in the savannah georgia area it's now freedom creek and that is a welcome change to many there in the coastal empire of georgia confederate craziness continues this coming from caddo parish in louisiana as a judge 
is now saying that he was right to clear the way to remove a Confederate monument at a courthouse there in Caddo Parish, and a federal appeals court has also ruled in. This all involves a monument erected back in 1906 there in Caddo Parish in the Shreveport area, and the 5th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in New Orleans has rejected claims this week from the United Daughters of the Confederacy's Shreveport chapter, and officials in Shreveport are applauding the decision including Caddo Parish Commissioner Stephen Jackson, as his commission voted in 2017 7-5 to remove the Confederate monument there in that parish in Louisiana. A three-judge panel upheld the 20-page opinion that was on the books, calling it exhaustive and well-reasoned, and on Monday, judges declined to reconsider, and no telling what the UDC's next step here, but once again, it is continuing to be a crisis around the Southland of naming uh, things, renaming and, and moving monuments and stuff like that. And some of these things should have no, they have no business being touched. They are protected by federal law, but evidently nobody cares about that they, in a lot of these towns and parishes and counties here in 2019. How about this feel good story coming from Birmingham, Alabama as a former CEO there has helped start 465 churches in Asia, and he grew up actually in that part of the world as a child of a missionary in Thailand, and now he is doing great things in the Asia region. Dwight Martin grew up in Thailand as the child of these missionaries, and he's created a database for keeping track of Christian house churches in every village, and now, again, he's helped create all these churches. He has documentation of all 5,805 churches in Thailand, a country that is more than 90% Buddhist. And this man who was, again, a CEO in the Birmingham area, helping get all these churches off the ground and have the faith going there in that part of the world, and especially in this Holy Week where we celebrate Easter this weekend, we want to keep in mind what this man is doing with his great work there. This story, if you want to read more about it or learn more about it, they've got a good story titled Former, Former Birmingham CEO Helped Start 465 Churches in Asia. All this is on AL.com on this Holy Week. You can learn more about the good work put in there. In Florida, a waitress in Daytona Beach is recovering after diving off a pier in an effort to save a child stuck in a rip current. Talk about maybe a hero here. This is a 19-year-old waitress, Hannah Pignato, she broke bones in her back and in her foot after jumping off the Main Street Pier when she saw a boy struggling in the water Saturday evening while she was working, and she works on the rooftop deck of Joe's Crab Shack. She said she ran downstairs, gave a customer her apron, phone, and personal belongings, and then went after the boy. When she dove in, though, she hit a sandbar and had to be rescued as well. The boy was saved, thankfully. And Pignato is recovering in the hospital following surgery on her foot. And I, I see the photo of her in a hospital bed. Oh, man, she's got banged up. But again, she dove off a pier to help save a child stuck in a rip current there in Daytona Beach. Not bad for this Joe's Crab Shack employee, Hannah Pignato in Daytona Beach, Florida. What a What a nice story here this Easter week. Now, we're in Oxford this week, as we told you, and not far from here in Lee County, Mississippi. That is where Tupelo was located. And congrats to a local restaurant there for getting some national recognition. King Chicken Filling Station in Tupelo was recently recognized by a travel magazine called Afar. And it highlighted this restaurant's fact that it's the longest-running convenience store since 1944 in the Tupelo area. 
And it says that it's not your average gas station food. Seven amazing restaurants and former fuel stops. And this is in the former Belden Cash Gross building. And an executive chef named Mitch McCamey opened a chicken hub there in March of 2018 called King Chicken. And he is evidently pouring the folks into the filling station in Tupelo, Mississippi, which is on Green Street, kind of in the downtown Tupelo area. When I get out of the Oxford area this week, I just might have to swing by Tupelo and check out King Chicken Filling Station. Again, they have chicken. They've got some good coleslaw there, white bread, baked beans, and more. If you're looking for a good place to eat, perhaps when you come to North Mississippi, check it out. King Chicken Filling Station. See, here on the Y'all Show, even in our news headlines, we're talking about chicken here on this Wednesday edition here in North Mississippi. To Music City, USA, a man was arrested in Nashville on Monday and charged with assault on a police officer after he allegedly wrestled with multiple police officers at Rivergate Nissan. This is just north of Nashville. The incident began when 24-year-old Jeffrey Gambrell Jr. received a vehicle repair bill that contained an error, and police say that Gambrell began yelling and cussing at employees and then went and allegedly retrieved an axe from his vehicle. And that's when police officers arrived. Gambrell no longer had the axe when police showed up, but he was still arguing with the employees at Rivergate Nissan. And police say Gambrell had dilated pupils and was making incoherent statements. And it helped believe the police believe that he was under the influence of drugs. I would, I would think that would be a good assumption there by Metro. And Gambrell wrestled with cops and when they conducted a pat-down, and then officers were eventually able to get him in handcuffs. However, as Metro officers put him in the back of a police cruiser, he grabbed the knee of Sergeant James Viret of the Metro Nashville Police Department and grabbed down on the sergeant's knee so forcefully that his knee buckled and caused a shooting pain up the sergeant's left leg, according to an affidavit. And now Gambrell taken to booking and his bond set at $3,000. And again, the story here is this 24-year-old became so irate at Rivergate Nissan over a repair bill for his vehicle. (laughs) And I just went to a dealership the other day and had to get some work done. And I didn't get quite irate as Gambrell, but it is an expensive thing to get your car repaired. And it is doubly expensive if you go to an actual dealership for a repair not not a good thing if you want to be on a budget these days. Wacky story coming from the Palmetto State. Authorities say a 13-year-old boy in South Carolina is facing charges after allegedly getting drunk at his middle school and then giving whiskey to other students. This happened in Union, which is halfway between Columbia and Greenville, South Carolina. And the student at Sims Middle School charged with public drunkenness and possessing liquor, again, a kid, a 13-year-old there at the middle school in South Carolina. And luckily, his name's not been released, but he's now in the custody of his mother. Sheriff's deputies were called and found the youth vomiting and losing consciousness in the nurse's office. The principal searched the student's book bag and found nine empty mini bottles, a half-empty bottle, and two unopened bottles. Deputies say the student also had gave alcohol to other students And the youth took the alcohol from the home of his grandfather, who was unaware what had happened until contacted by police. Lesson learned there, grandfather. Lesson learned to everybody out there who have kids. And even if you hardly ever see kids coming over your house, 
you got to be careful. You got to be proactive. And uh, I, I hope this story turns out good for the kid and he can get past this. But that is a weird one coming from South Carolina. Here's another weird one coming from Florida. Where else would you expect a headline like this? A man in the Sunshine State has squirted urine at a woman while walking a dog and says he had he'd do it again, according to police. Joel William Benjamin, 71 years old, was arrested for allegedly using this water gun to shoot his own bodily fluids at this woman who was walking her dog. And this squirt gun was used at his home in Gulfport, which is outside of Tampa, Florida. And he was taken into custody and charged with one count of misdemeanor battery for squirting a woman several times with a water gun that contained his own urine, according to the report. And Benjamin allegedly admitted to shooting his fluids at the woman and told officers he'd do it again. And he was hopefully not going to cause bodily harm to the victim. But I don't think anybody wants to have urine shot at him anytime, anyway. And in this case, done there because a woman was walking her dog, probably on his own property. That is something you got to be mindful of, y'all. If you have a pet and you think your pet's wonderful, that doesn't mean the rest of the world thinks your pet's wonderful. And they sure don't want to have the remnants of your pet in their yard if you can help it. And I'm guilty of this. I've done this. And it was a bad thing. I admit it. I've walked my dog and my dog has dropped off a deposit in other people's yards before. And I had one woman get kind of upset. And looking back, I was in the wrong on that. I should not have done that. I'm sorry, lady, whoever you are, wherever you are, if you're still with us, you can have your dog come dump in my yard anytime you'd like to as a kind of a payback, I guess. A teen in Florida has been arrested after a video shows him wrestling a fake alligator Another crazy teen story here on today's Y'all Show. This student was evidently filmed fighting a fake alligator in a Florida mall. The teenager, who's now been identified as Gianni Souza Hernandez, has, can be seen in the video released by the Miami-Dade Police Department taking off his shirt and jumping over a barrier into the mall display before, quote, attacking the fake reptile. The incident occurred a couple of weeks ago in the courtyard of the Falls Shopping Center in Miami-Dade County. The alligator cost $3,690 and was damaged in the alleged attack. And this went out on Twitter. The kid, I guess, was proud of the attack on the fake gator. And in the video, the youth is captured throwing the alligator into a nearby display pond and attempting a wrestling move that police called a RKO. I don't know what that is. I need my wrestling people to help me out. But uh, the Hernandez is seen turning the gator on its back and pinning it. So he he's not quite ready for the WWE, but at the shopping mall there in Miami, at the Fall Shopping Center, he wrestled this fake alligator. What in the world has this shopping center got a fake alligator there on display in the shopping mall? I mean, are they that uh, hard up for art inspiration? Maybe so. Well, this lady certainly inspired millions, and she died last year, the Tennessee native Aretha Franklin. How about this story coming from the Pulitzer Prize? Aretha, the Queen of Soul, has been given an honorary Pulitzer Prize, and it's for her contribution to American music for over 50 years. She died last summer from pancreatic cancer, the first woman to ever receive an honorary Pulitzer Prize. Other recipients of the Pulitzer Honorary Prize include Bob Dylan and John Coltrane. Congrats to the life and legacy of Aretha Franklin, your first female recipient of an honorary Pulitzer Prize. How about that? Well, we'll get an award from Jonathan Leifheit when we come back. He's got his ACC report. We've got multiple ACC sports to cover. You don't want to miss it. That is up next from y'all as we're on the road in Oxford. Stay with us. 
Imagine a mouthwash that whitens your teeth in just four days. Ooh, your party's this weekend. I'm so excited. New Act Whitening Mouthwash. Imagine strengthening your enamel. I'll take one of those brownies with extra pecans, please. Imagine safely removing stains every day. Coffee, ladies. I'll have an espresso. Imagine having a brighter, whiter smile in four days. New Act Whitening. Party time. I'm ready. Stop imagining. Start acting. Uses directed. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. Okay. Uh, two days until the first credit card bill's due, and then the next one's on the 12th. Oh, wait, wait. Is it the 14th? Oh, and I don't get paid for two weeks. Racking your brain to make credit card payments? Simplify your monthly expenses with a credit card consolidation loan through Avant. Avant helps you consolidate your debt into one fixed monthly payment at a competitive rate. Apply in just minutes. If approved, your funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. Consolidating the debt has put me back in control of my finances. To consolidate your credit card debt, go to Avant.com today. You could receive a loan from $2,000 to $35,000. Use promo code 2929 and you'll get a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. Just go to Avant.com and enter promo code 2929. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 2929. This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 1717. That's promo code 1717 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. The Y'all Show on a Wednesday. Back with you here. A little hokey, hokey, hokey high as we talk about the ACC. As we broadcast from non-ACC country this week, we are in one of those SEC towns. But we've got to admit here in our ACC spotlight with Jonathan Lifeite of 24-7 Sports and CBS Sports Digital, the Atlantic Coast Conference, Jonathan, is without a doubt. The best athletic conference in the entire country, are they not? Absolutely. I mean, there's not much of a, de- a debate about this as of right now, with both Virginia and Clemson being your national champs in football and college basketball. That's right, and you can add Notre Dame as the runner-up in, in women's basketball. Yeah. So good times and the old ACC. Well, Jonathan, we're playing a little Virginia Tech music for us to start off this ACC insight with you as Virginia Tech has tabbed the head coach of the Wofford Terriers, Mike Young, to take over that program in Blacksburg. Of course, the vacancy of head coach in Blacksburg happened because the former coach left there to go to Texas A&M, where he's now coaching that team from College Station. And now Walford's coach, who did a fantastic job not only this year, but in the last couple of years, Walford's been one of the best teams on the small level of college basketball. In fact, they were undefeated in their entire conference slate, the Southern Conference, this past year. They knocked off in the previous year 
both Georgia Tech and North Carolina in the previous season. And this year, they beat South Carolina, and they should have beat Kentucky in the Sweet 16 game that they had in this year's March Madness. But Mike Young, who is a native Virginia, going back to the Old Dominion State to take over the Hokies. What do you think about this hire? I think it's a terrific hire, and uh, I think he'll do a great job. I mean, he has been an absolutely terrific coach. I mean, uh, Wofford, they didn't have really any, much to show for, you know, much of anything prior to him being there. And he's gotten them into the tournament. He's uh, he's managed to pull some really big upsets. You mentioned North Carolina and Georgia Tech, South Carolina. Um, you know, he's got uh, put together a very, very, very good team and uh, and uh, built a really nice program there. And I think he'll do a, a early bang-up job for uh, Virginia Tech. He'll inherit a program that's in pretty good shape. Um, Buzz Williams, as you mentioned, moving on to Texas A&M, but he, he did a good job there and, and, and left that program in good shape. So it's not like it'll be a big uh, rebuild job. It's going to be more like seeing what he can do to take him to the next level. And we've talked about, I know this is the ACC spotlight, but here on the Y'all Show over the last couple of months, we've talked a lot about the Wofford Terriers out of Spartanburg, South Carolina. And the reason is that here on the Y'all Show, we're not just caught up in all the big boys of sports. We don't mind giving the smaller schools some love. And it really doesn't get much smaller than Wofford College. It only has about 1,500 students, but we've given them a lot of love on the Y'all Show because they've been so darn good at basketball, their football teams really good they've got some great alumni that have done good things out there in the business world so we have given walford it's it's plenty of attention here on this show and and unfortunately for walford fans you did such a good job in basketball that your coach is going to be going up to the acc and we wish him well again the virginia tech Hokies. they get the head coach of walford to go to blacksburg as mike young will be the new coach there in I guess that would be Southwest Virginia is where Blacksburg is located. Speaking of the Hokies, he he will be coaching there minus power forward Kerry Blackshear Jr. as he's announced his intention to transfer. What do we know about Mr. Blackshear? Well, I mean, Blackshear, uh, I believe he averaged right around uh, 14, 15 points a game. And I think it was between seven and eight rebounds a game. So um, this is a pretty big loss. And they, they also uh, they lost a few other folks. So, um, while it's not a, a rebuild job for, for Mike Young, he is going to have some challenges coming in, and and losing uh, Blackshear is uh, is certainly not helping uh, helping his cause uh, in terms in terms of you know returning talent and whatnot. Blackshear definitely a pretty good pretty darn good player. Well, we know he won't be going back to Virginia Tech, but he's not going off to the NBA draft like a lot of players throughout college basketball. Which leads me, Jonathan, to our next topic here. No surprise to just about everybody, Zion Williamson, also from the hometown of Spartanburg, of Walford College, Spartanburg, South Carolina. Williamson officially declared for the NBA draft this week. He's expected to be the number one overall pick in the NBA draft in June. And Jonathan, I know this was a bold prediction that he would be going on to the NBA. Yeah, I believe I've been uh, stating that one for quite a while. And and, uh, sure enough, uh, off he goes. Um, interestingly enough, he'll be joining two teammates from his, from, uh, from, uh, from the Duke Blue Devils. So they lose three players, uh, to the NBA this offseason. So big loss of talent there in Durham. But don't fret for the Blue Devils because they will have plenty of talent returning. Um, not to mention what they have incoming from, uh, from their recruiting class. And Jonathan, I think I'm right on this. Coach Krzyzewski, he was not a very big fan of the one-and-done type deal, but he's adjusted to that as long as it's still yeah. been a factor. And with Williamson and others coming in, 
they're now examples, maybe the number one example of the one and done right there on Tobacco Road. And so, unfortunately for Duke fans, you didn't win a national championship with Williamson, but I bet you he'll have a long career in the NBA. Yeah, he will. I mean, he, you know, unless he kind of, you know, stops working, which is always possibility, uh, you know, for some of the, for some players. But, you know, he's, he's really kind of considered to be another one of those, you know, generational ch- talents um, that's uh, probably, you know, you kind of look back at the last 10 years and you'd have to place him near the top of the top of the heap in terms of, uh, of, of players coming into the, into the league. I might even have to go back to LeBron before you get to a player that's as uh, talented as, uh, as uh, Williamson is. Yep. All right. Well, Zion going to the NBA. Now to women's college basketball, Mr. Lifeite and Georgia Tech will have a player leave that program and head to the Louisville Cardinals, also of the ACC, as freshman Elizabeth, how do you pronounce her last name? Uh, Balligan. Balligan. And she's going to be transferring to Louisville. And also the cards are getting a transfer from Cal, Elizabeth Dixon, to go to that program. Of course, we've talked about it here on the last few weeks on the Y'all Show. They've had a changing of the guard at the Georgia Institute of Technology. And Nell Fortner, who coached at Auburn for a long time, is now your new head basketball coach for the Yellow Jackets. And the Lady Jackets, I guess, will not be having Balligan suit up in the next season. I guess you'll have to sit out of here. But Elizabeth Balligan among some of the transfers into the U of L. Um, actually, John, I believe both of those players are coming from uh, Georgia Tech. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Okay, Elizabeth Dixon and Balligan are both from Georgia Tech. You're right. Yeah. So, uh, um, yeah. So it's a double whammy for the Yellow Jackets. They were losing the losing two really good players, and they're losing them to the same team in their league, uh, a team that was already kind of in a. I believe they were a number two seed or three seed going into the NCAA. So, yeah. uh, kind of a big deal for them. Uh, not not really uh, not really great. So yeah, and they did pick up a transfer in Kiana Smith of Cal. So that's where the yep. Cal info came from. But Balligan and Dixon from Georgia Tech now heading to the U of L, and we'll have to assume sit out before they get to play the following year. That I'm, I'm not so sure they'll sit out, John. Actually. Um, Given the circumstances at Tech, I can almost guarantee you that they'll submit a waiver for extenuating circumstances around uh, the, the, the situation at Georgia Tech with Michelle Joseph and some of the uh, the alleged abuse that she uh, dished out, and they'll likely get it. I would not be surprised to see them get a waiver and be playing next year. You're Jonathan Lifeite, ACC expert for a reason, and if you say that that's a likely possibility, then I ain't going to fight you, brother. Good job. You shouldn't. <laughs> hey, how about golf, Jonathan? And we'll talk about some ACC golf, but we got to first give proper credit to Georgia Tech golfing extraordinaire Bobby Jones. His little golf club called Augusta National held the Masters last weekend. A guy named Tiger Woods, who I don't know why he didn't play for an ACC school when he was in college, but he came back and won the Masters, and everybody's been talking about that all week. But I want to remind all y'all that Augusta National and the Masters would not be happening if not for Bobby Jones, who went to school at Georgia Tech. But I don't think he was on the so-called golf team. They probably didn't even have one when he was playing and attending Georgia Tech, right? Well, I don't believe so. But uh, uh, he was, I think, the only one to win the, the Grand Slam as well. So, uh, you know, definitely a big feather in the cap uh, of Georgia Tech to have him considered to be among their, among their alums. And if you tuned in over the weekend, you saw a couple of Tech alums in Stuart Sink, and Matt Kuchar there in contention. 
And I don't know why Ollie Schneiderhands wasn't – he didn't make it to the Masters. He's another former Georgia Tech guy. I really like watching him. He's the only guy out there playing – Jonathan, I'm sure you know this. He's the only one playing without a hat on. So it's easy to spot him. <laughs> yeah, he does He does have that unique characteristic. I guess he hasn't found a hat spot. Well, I mean, the funny thing, in the Bobby Jones days and even really up until the 90s, a lot of the golfers didn't wear hats. You go back nope. to the, the Golden Bear and – Seve Ballesteros and all those great golfers of the Tom 70s. Watson. Yeah. And they didn't all have major problems with melanoma and cancer that I'm aware of. So you don't have to always wear a hat if you're on a golf course. But speaking of golf and the ACC, hey, for the men's golfers, the ACC championship begins this week. It starts tomorrow at 9 a.m. And you've got a bunch of really good teams in the ACC that will be teeing off. I know Louisville's had a good season. Clemson's good. North Carolina's one of your favorites, and FSU, which has Brooks Kepka amongst its alums, all in this contention at the Old North State Club in New London, North Carolina. I didn't read Georgia Tech. I guess they're the second seed, yeah, and Duke's a number three seed in this tournament. Yeah, Wake Forest is the leading seed, and if you go down and, and kind of look, uh, you have uh, uh, six teams that are ranked uh, kind of by, by golf stat in the top 25, and then eight teams are in the top 30. So uh, pretty good showing by the, by the ACC in terms of, uh, of uh, their golf prowess. Yeah, definitely one of your leading conferences for golf, in addition to being the leading conference for college football and the leading conference for college basketball right here. The ACC Spotlight with our friend Jonathan Leifheit on Y'all Talk With Us Southern Accent. All right, ACC also is pretty good at college baseball, Jonathan. And taking a look at the latest standings in the ACC in the Coastal Division, you have the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets eking out a one-game lead in that particular division. They're eleven and seven in ACC, and the North Carolina Tar Heels and Miami are ten and eight in the Coastal. Looking at the Atlantic side, Dan McDonald's Louisville Cardinals are thirteen and five. NC State's twelve and six, and Clemson's eleven and seven. I think Clemson was one of the leaders of the Atlantic, and I think I saw where they got swept, perhaps to Florida State over this past weekend. Uh, they did get swept. Uh, I can't remember if it was Florida State, but they definitely got swept this past weekend, and uh, uh, that that all kind of gave Louisville the opening they needed. They they actually went through and uh, swept their uh, their their weekend series themselves. Yeah, they did play at. Florida State this past weekend and were swept. One game they got beat 16-2. to And Clemson with a not good weekend. But they got a chance to redeem themselves. They'll be home against Duke in college baseball this weekend. Jonathan, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap up our ACC spotlight. We'll move over to the gridiron with you and get your take on some goings-on in the ACC, including a story out college football teams with the best shot to go undefeated in 2019 what acc teams are in that list we'll tell you when we conclude this hour with jonathan lifeite after the break blue star medicated ointment gets five star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation blue star soothes insect bites and fungal infections It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Smear a bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. 
Allergy sufferers, my name's Nigel. As a wise and educated owl, I know the difference between what's wise and unwise. Suffering needlessly with allergy symptoms, unwise. Getting a free 10-day sample of Zizol, quite wise. Zizol is the allergy medicine that's just as effective at hour 24 as at hour 1, which makes getting a free 10-day sample one of the wisest things you can do. So don't be unwise. Be wise all and visit Zizol.com for your free sample today. Users directed. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When you're always on the go, what would you prefer? An office phone system? Hey, it's Rochelle. Sorry I missed you earlier, had an errand to run, but I'm back in the office, so give me a call when you get this. Or one that works on your cell phone. No hardware needed, courtesy of Grasshopper. Oh, one sec, it's a business call. Hi, this is Rochelle with WayForward Partners. How can I help? There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair, but cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 1717. That's promo code 1717 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. It's the Y'all Show on the road, and this is our ACC Spotlight on this Wednesday edition with Jonathan Leifheide, our special guest. He's from CBS Sports Digital and in 247sports.com. Your host, John Rawl, here on the World Wide Web. We are at y'all.com, and you can also like us on Facebook at y'all.com. Appreciate all the likes and follows on Twitter and Instagram. We're both at Y'all Show. Now, Jonathan, we're now getting kind of almost to the end of all the spring practices and spring games and such. I know more teams had it. More, A few teams have spring games to go for college football. But I was surfing the World Wide Web earlier today, and I saw an article out on BleacherReport.com. It's called College Football Teams with the Best Shot to Go Undefeated in 2019. And I wanted to get your take on this article. Is it completely full of misnomers or is there a good chance that we might kind of think about the team that did it last year doing it again in 2019 uh, i think the favorites alabama and, and uh, from the acc clemson are are your uh, your odds on favorites after that i'm not so sure i give too many other teams in either conference much of a shot uh, either the acc or sec so uh, they did mention syracuse who does have a pretty favorable schedule except for of course, that game at Clemson. They do face Florida State as well, but if you follow Florida State at all in the last few years, they're not the Florida State under that they were just uh, four or five years ago. So, um, if if Syracuse can manage to pull an upset again over over Clemson, then I give them a shot at it. But uh, given the scare that they gave them, and kind of given the the nature of things, I think. Uh, I think Clemson will be able to pull it off. I think I'm correct on this. Clemson will be playing at Syracuse this year. That is correct. Yeah, because that was the game they lost two years ago. And then in 2018, Clemson just barely got by 
the Orangemen in the game in Death Valley, but this year it will be there at the unair conditioned, the non air conditioned Carrier Dome, which is the craziest thing ever. They got a building named after a heating and air company, and they don't even have air conditioning. Yeah, but I believe uh, with the renovations that are upcoming, they will have it. Oh, well, congratulations, Syracuse, in entering the 21st century. Jonathan, uh, the 20th century. Yeah, you're, you're, you're right on that one. Also in ACC football talk, I know that it must be a lot of fun to be the head coach of the U. And I don't know if you saw out on Twitter this week, there was an image of Manny Diaz. He's the new coach of the Miami Hurricanes. He had a kind of gathering with hurricane boosters there in the Miami area. And he doesn't have to ride Uber to these meetings, Jonathan. If you're coaching the Miami Hurricanes and it's the springtime in Miami, why not go on your own luxury boat to these booster meetings? And that's exactly what this video shows Manny Diaz riding on this gigantic boat. I bet you got one of these kind of boats out on Lake Lanier. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, it looked like about a 40, 50 foot boat. And, and uh, I think it was a good, you know, 15, 15, 18 feet wide. So, uh, that is a really good sized boat that he was riding in on there. Uh, I, I would guess I, I talked to somebody about values on boats once when I was down in Fort Lauderdale, and I would guess that boat was a half million dollar boat if I had to make had to had to put a put a number on it. What's the uh, since you're a really smart guy, Jonathan? What's the dumber decision to buy a big boat like this or a big RV? To me, the boat. <laughs> okay, all right. I know you're partial to RVs. Oh, of course, that's why. That's why. It's but an RV probably won't get washed away in a hurricane. Well, yeah, but, you know, hey, you can pull the boat out and tow it away. Yeah, that, that is true. Maybe, but, maybe, maybe not the one that Manny was driving, but well, most of them. I know, unfortunately for our friends on the Panhandle, when Hurricane Michael came through back in the fall, they only had like a 48-hour warning that it was going to even hit that area. So a lot of I, yep. I know a guy who lost two yachts down there that if given the time, he would have been able to get them 30 miles away and have been fine. But he just didn't have the time to get down there and take care of it, and he lost them. Wow. Wow, that, that's pretty, uh, pretty depressing. I would think. Yeah, hope he had, hope he had good insurance. Well, guess what? When you have luxury yachts, a lot of times insurance companies don't give you full coverage. Uh, they figure if you've got enough money to buy this boat, then we're not going to totally reimburse you for the cost if something happens to it. And I, I don't, I don't know who's at fault there, but yeah. But Manny Diaz, he he can afford both an RV and a luxury boat if he wants to as head coach of the Miami Hurricanes. And we're looking forward to following him this year in his first year as a head coach of the Canes. Of course, Mark Rick kind of suddenly walked away at the end of last year, and Diaz steps in, who had been an assistant with Mark Rick there in Carl Gables. And now Coach Diaz will have plenty of time to ride boats and get ready for what hopefully for Canes fans will be a year more like two years ago when they had a really good start. Jonathan Lifehite, 24-7 Sports and CBS Sports Digital. Thank you for your ACC insight. Again, where we talk about the best athletic conference in the country. Thank you very much, and I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. We will. Thank you, sir. When we come back on the Y'all Show from Oxford, we will have hashtag hullabaloo to get our two started. And then direct from Nashville's Music Row, we'll be joined by Precious Harris. It's the Nashville Music Line. All that in our second hour of the Y'all Show. Talk with us, Southern Accent.
the products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. Okay, uh, two days until the first credit card bill's due, and then the next one's on the 12th. Oh, wait, wait, is it the 14th? Oh, and I don't get paid for two weeks. Racking your brain to make credit card payments? Simplify your monthly expenses with a credit card consolidation loan through Avant. Avant helps you consolidate your debt into one fixed monthly payment at a competitive rate. Apply in just minutes. If approved, your funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. Consolidating the debt has put me back in control of my finances. To consolidate your credit card debt, go to Avant.com today. You could receive a loan from $2,000 to $35,000. Use promo code 2929 and you'll get a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. Just go to Avant.com and enter promo code 2929. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 2929. Imagine feeling fearless when you walk into the dentist. Hi, I'm here for my appointment. Act Anti-Cavity Rinse. Imagine a mouthwash that strengthens your enamel against harmful acids, like coffee. Cappuccino for Sarah. While preventing cavities up to 70% versus brushing alone. I'll have a scone, too. For a confident feeling in your oral health. Oh, hi there. Sarah, you look great. Act Anti-Cavity. Stop imagining. Start acting. Use as directed. This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 1717. That's promo code 1717 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Uh. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Continuing on with y'all on this middle day of the work week. Hello there as we're on location in Oxford, Mississippi, right in the north central part of the Magnolia State. We're so glad you could tune us in and want to remind you coming up on Thursday's y'all show. Hey, the local tourism office here will be talking to us about next week's Double Decker Arts Fest. It is an unbelievable festival that's hosted here in this lovely town every April. And Jason Isbell is going to be performing next weekend. And I'll tell you, if you like Jason Isbell, it's a free concert. Double Decker is absolutely free. And you just got to come check it out for yourself. If you like great music and a great time and perhaps great weather, and just a, a cool atmosphere that'll be next week but right now this week we'll have leanne stubbs tell you all about it on thursday's y'all shows don't don't forget about that here on the show that's all about the south so that's a little programming note also programming note later this hour of y'all we will be having precious harris and the nashville music line 
If you want to know what's going on in country music, she is the mouth of music row. She's got her pulse on everything country music and other forms of music. And we'll have that spotlight on country music coming up. And I can't wait because I get to play a Jim Reeves song right before we talk to Precious. So if you want to hear Gentleman Jim Reeves, who we lost in an airplane crash way back in 1965, I think. Jim Reeves, the great RCA artist who had a lot of songs where the piano was a big part of his songs. A very prime example of what they call the Nashville sound. Jim Reeves. We've got some Jim Reeves info coming your way when we start our Nashville music line. So there you have it. Gentleman Jim Reeves, a good Texan. We'll have info on him. Coming up in just a few minutes on the Y'all Show. Now, on Y'all, we won't have any Jim Reeves music to get this going, but we will have our theme song for Hashtag Hullabaloo. Oh, this is where we go headfirst into social media and we find all kinds of goodies. And even when we're on the road in places like Oxford, the good stuff comes our way. In fact, sometimes it comes from just up Highway 7. And that's what we're finding here on today's y'all. This is a show where we talk about all things Southern, including tourism. And hey, we just talked about next week in Oxford, they got Double Decker Arts Fest. Well, how about rival town just to the north of Oxford is Holly Springs, Mississippi. And the Holly Springs Tourism and Recreation Bureau has a Twitter account at Holly Springs MS. Great town, Marshall County, Mississippi. You can go enjoy the unique antebellum homes, historic churches, art galleries, museums, and more in Holly Springs, Mississippi. And this Twitter account for the Tourism Bureau of Holly Springs put out Tuesday thoughts. It's another gorgeous day in Holly Springs, MS. Drive on over for fresh coffee, a homemade southern breakfast from our local eateries. Nothing like a healthy meal to start your day off right. Then enjoy strolling around town to experience southern charm. Again, this this comes from Holly Springs, which I actually go through all the time. And I promise, I didn't tell them to send this to me. It was out there for the taking. And just a little shameless plug for Holly Springs. So, hey, come to Oxford if you get a chance, no matter what direction. But also, check out Holly Springs. They really do have some incredible antebellum homes there. It was where Ulysses S. Grant had his headquarters during the local, I guess, 1862 time frame where he was in this area. He was in, he was passing through Oxford. In fact, he was camped out in this county with 30,000 soldiers in an area called College Hill in 1862-1863 time period when the Yankees, them damn Yankees, were down south. And uh, boy, were they. I mean, this is a town and it probably the entire county that I'm in right now probably had 3,000 people total back in 1862. And there were 30,000 Yankee troops right here in the same town. And I know that had to be overwhelming. But Holly Springs also had Grant there. And they didn't burn Holly Springs like they burnt Oxford. And there is an amazing home that was his headquarters. And it's still there. It looks like something out of, I won't even call it out of America. It really is a gigantic home. And it survived the Civil War primarily because it was Grant's headquarters. But that's some of the fun you can see in Holly Springs, Mississippi. And they have great food there, too. So, can't deny good place, and of course, where we are is a good place too. In fact, all the South's like a darn good place. So that's one of our goals here on the Y'all Show is to pick up and move and go to all of our Southern states. In fact, in case you think we're Mississippi homers, here in the last couple of weeks on the Y'all Show, we have broadcast from North Alabama. We were in Huntsville, 
and did a whole story on Huntsville and a whole segment and show on Huntsville. And we were also recently in Daytona Beach, part of the Southern Tourism Association's meeting down there and had some good local stuff in Volusia County, Florida. And we're going to be going to other southern states soon. So hang on. In fact, if you're part of a southern tourism agency or you are friends with any kind of place that can help kind of put us up for a few days and maybe give us some spending money, we're all about it. That's one of the things we look forward to doing here on Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent is going out and going to the small towns, the big towns, going to the mom and pop places and the big chains or whatever. We're just all about the South, and that's what we try to do each and every Monday through Friday on Talk with a Southern Accent. Up next on the show is a tweet from Sarah Mallory at Sarah, M-A-L-L-E-R-Y-1, and Sarah describes herself a USA Today best-selling and award-winning author who writes stories with authentic characters no matter the time or place. I had not heard of Sarah, but if you want to Google her and find out more, go to Amazon. It's Sarah Mallory, M-A-L-L. E-R-Y. And she put on Twitter this week, find out why I'm thanking the charming and witty Amy Metz. Amy M-E-T-Z is the last name. Amy Metz, who evidently is another author. In fact, I did some work here. And let me tell you about Amy Metz. If you're into books, she might be someone you want to check out. She wrote her first book called Murder and Mayhem in Goose Pimple Junction. Again, murder and mayhem and goose pimple junction. I wonder if there really is a goose pimple junction somewhere out there. I, I need to find out. But yeah, she has a whole series of this title and she's a former first grade teacher and the author or, or she, she's the, you get the, I misspoke here, but it's kind of funny. She's the author of two sons. And I guess if you're the mother of two sons, you kind of authored them. So I'm not too far off in saying that. And when Amy Metz is not writing, enjoying her family or surfing Pinterest, she can usually be found with a mixing spoon, camera, or a book in one hand and a glass of sweet tea in the other. She lives in Louisville, Kentucky, and loves a good southern phrase. Amy, we need to talk. Yeah, even if you're the author of two sons or the mother of two sons, we need to talk. Talk amongst ourselves, but share it with the entire South. Again, her book, Murder and Mayhem and Goose Pimple Junction. I am not saying it's a great book. I haven't read it. I'm just sharing it here on y'all because we go and find the good stuff on social media and share it with all y'all. So Amy Metz, author, also author Sarah Mallory. If you're wanting to check out their books, they're on Amazon. You can learn a lot more about these Southern ladies. John Dunn is on Twitter. John D-U-N-N band one. And I betcha he's a musician. Yeah, I'm right on this. He's a country and rock musician. It's blended into one with a talented and unique vocal style. Lyrics about relationships and situations we hope you relate to. Well, John, or Joe Dunn, John Dunn, I'm, I'm right on the first time. You know, his name's John with the same spelling as mine, J-O-N, and Dunn. So if if me and Ronnie Dunn got uh, married, we could be John Dunn. Just kidding. Uh, John Dunn puts on Twitter, Tailgate down and chill, question mark. Country music, hashtag bonfire, hashtag Southern Oil. John Dunn, this is John Rawl speaking, and I am definitely in awe of that statement there. Tailgate down and chill, question mark. You betcha. This is a wonderful time to bring that tailgate down. I think we have survived the worst of the cold weather in this part of the world, and maybe we'll be clear selling all the way through November, perhaps uh, we can put those jackets away 
I know some mornings now it might be in the 30s in some of the southern states, but I think even if it's in the 30s, it'll be up in the 60s and 70s before lunchtime, or should I say dinner time? <laughs> and John, thank you for that good point to bring it out. Yeah, tailgate down and chill. You betcha, John Dunn. EJ Ryan is on Twitter at EJ underscore R-E-I-N-E. And EJ is the host of Seduce Me Sunday. And once all love and hope were gone, all she had left were poems and songs. Ooh, getting deep with EJ. And she puts a gif out there that I want to share with you. And the GIF has an image of a woman holding a, looks like a little small cup of tea or coffee. But just above the GIF, it says, sweet, good girl one. And would you agree? She's calling out her friends on Twitter. Would you agree with the statement in the GIF? Again, it's a, a lady wearing one of those little box hats with a little cup of tea. Looks like she's part of a tea party. But here's what our GIF says. It says, I'm from the South, darling. I will bless your heart and slap the mess out of you and then bring you a casserole. <laughs> Man, I know people that that is absolutely the truth. I, I know people who are just evil. I shouldn't say that here on Holy Week, and we're trying to be forgiving and all that. But, man, there are some evil Southerners out there. But don't be fooled. When the time's right, they just might bring you a casserole. And, golly, I think casseroles are one of those things that as your life, as you get older, you kind of appreciate casseroles more and more. I, I thought as a kid, one of the worst creations ever was a broccoli casserole. And now that I'm an old fella, and maybe you're an old fella or an old gal, you might have that appreciation for casseroles like a broccoli casserole. But I don't think no matter what your age is, a chicken, any kind of chicken casserole is like the bee's knees. That is truly one of the best creations. By the way, the other day, I had the first, and I'm, this is not a casserole, so don't be thinking that I'm trying to give you a real good scoop here on casseroles. But for the first time in about 20 years, I had my first KFC pot pie. If you're lucky enough to live near a KFC, that would be Kentucky Fried Chicken. They have something on the menu in most of their locations, pot pie. And I remember back in the late 90s, they rolled out that pot pie, and I, I really liked going and, and having it. And I went and had one the other day for the first time. Like I said, it's been about 20 years and it was good stuff. Now, it was hot. I don't know why they have it so darn hot, at least the KFC I went to. I had to wait about 20 minutes before I could even have a bite out of the darn thing. But it was good, no doubt about it. And it was kind of like a taste of home, having that pot pie from KFC. In fact, it's on the $5 menu. You can get, I think, a drink and a pot pie for about 5 bucks. I think a cookie's included, too. Pretty good stuff, KFC. Country Workshops on Twitter, at Country Work. SHP, they're the crafter painter, and they make signs and ornaments for holidays and every day. And they've got a sign out that caught my eye in case you are looking for something to put up in the home or give away as a, a present, perhaps a wedding gift or something like that. The sign that they have says Magmo Magnolia Mornings and Sweet Tea Afternoons. Now that's that sounds like a hit song. Magnolia Mornings and Sweet Tea Afternoons. That from Country Workshop. Thank you all for that. Elisa Perry is on Twitter. The Wanna Be Gypsy. The Wanna Be Gypsy at The Wanna Be Gypsy. And she's addicted to the idea that no matter how much I experience in this life, I'll never be able to do it all. Okay. And Elisa puts on Twitter, We made our first true southern dinner yesterday. 
smoked barbecue chicken on our new pit boss grills and puckett's grocery barbecue sauce baked beans macaroni and cheese potato salad rolls and homemade apple butter southern green beans and grilled corn yummy now no way you could have made all that by yourself elisa but maybe you had a whole army of people helping you out but let's just say you did all that where was our invite golly that sounds like the perfect meal there puckett's grocery by the way is out of franklin tennessee i don't know anything about pit boss grills but you can google them their twitter account is pit boss g-r-i-l-l-s pit pit boss grills but let me run through again what elisa enjoyed and her first true southern dinner smoked barbecue chicken cooked on a pit boss grill and that had puckett's grocery barbecue sauce with it and it included baked beans macaroni and cheese potato salad rolls and homemade apple butter along with southern green beans and grilled corn and she's got a picture of this out on her twitter account at the wannabe gypsy delicious looking stuff and any of that i think would be a thumbs up from any of us here on the y'all show so congrats elisa and just like me coming to oxford this week you're probably going to have to do a little exercise to stay in shape after eating such a feast. By the way, on the show on Tuesday, we gave a big spotlight on Oxford's area barbecue options. And on Tuesday after the show, I went to two locations throughout the day and had meals. And I, these are some of my favorite places. Remember, I lived in this town for a number of years. And I got, I got to give a big old prop to, Lindsay's Chevron. It's on North Lamar, just north of the square. They have a really good meat and three type option, but I didn't eat that. I get their burgers. You can get a, a truly kind of a homemade, big, thick hamburger and fries and a drink for about $6. And it's really good. And it comes dressed really good. And I also go there sometimes and get their, the burritos that they serve there are delicious, but their meat and three is really, really good. So I enjoy that. They have also really good chicken salad at Lindsay's Chevron in Oxford, Mississippi, just north of the square. And last night for supper, my son and I had a good time, and he loves macaroni. And I said, well, I know you like macaroni at this certain place in Oxford, but there's one place here that has no doubt the best macaroni cheese that I've ever had anywhere, and they're kind of known for it around the entire country. We went to Ajax. Ajax is on the Oxford Square. Ajax Grill or Diner. I think it's Ajax Diner. And they really do an amazing job with their meatloaf. I also had their, I'm sorry, with their macaroni cheese. I had their meatloaf, which is called Maddie May's Mom's Meatloaf. Really fantastic. And we had red beans and rice. It's just, it's just a great place. And again, because of that meal, my lunch, having that big burger, I had an ice cream sandwich yesterday. Uh, I'm going to have to hit. Uh, exercise regimen as soon as possible and i i apologize we got easter coming up maybe the easter bunny will bring me some discipline come easter weekend and i'll start exercising a little bit more hey speaking of this time of year we got a great tweet coming in from pen to pratt at lisa at verb is the twitter account a cup cupcake loving publisher and a pr maven and a dog-rescuing, style-watching, football-loving, and night-spot-going gal. Ooh, that sounds 
pretty darn neat from Penn to Pratt. And she has a really beautiful picture out, and it says Southern Snow, and it ain't snow on the ground. It's got a picture of beautiful white and a few purple magnolia petals, and we're in the magnolia state right here. I think this picture comes to us from Baltimore, Maryland, because it says that's where she she's covering D.C. and Baltimore, and she put hashtag MD in her tweet, but magnolia petals down on the ground right now in Maryland. So beautiful, beautiful stuff. And in the spirit of Easter, we have a tweet coming in from Alex, uh, rather Alexa Bowen at Alexa B O W E N nine one. Alexa, a WWE fan and a girl who loves to cosplay and retweeting random things. I think need attention. Okay, Alexa Bowen, the name, and she writes. So ha- I should correct this. Hashtag Southern Baptist problems. That's a hashtag she's got out there. Hashtag Southern Baptist problems. And here's what she writes. Hashtag Southern Baptist Problems. Having to spend a week getting ready for Easter to make sure you look perfect. Hashtag Girl Problems. Hashtag Baptist. Hashtag Southern Girl. Hashtag Southern and Hashtag Eastern. Yeah, it's it's a tough thing. Easter is where we like to roll out our new wardrobe. If you're a guy and you're lucky, you got some kind of new coat or suit to wear come Sunday. And the ladies like to get new outfits too. And you got to spend, as Alexa Bowen writes on Twitter, the whole week getting ready Sunday to look perfect when you go out there and go to church. And then you go stand by a blooming azalea somewhere and you get your pretty picture and it shows up there for decades on somebody's counter in their home. But that's what you do in the South. You, And if you're not a Christian, hopefully we still want you to go get a nice suit and get you picture taken sometime this time of year when those azaleas are blooming or the dogwoods are blooming it is a wonderful time of year and alexa that is not a southern baptist problem that's a good problem that's a darn good problem you're in the you're in the south and you're going to church for easter and you're getting ready so that is a good thing and so we're quite proud of you for that and all of you who will be debuting your brand new seersucker suits this week i am very envious i don't have a new one this year I tell you what, two years ago, and I need to break it out because I didn't wear it very much in 2018. I got me a new all pink and white seersucker suit, and it's cool. It's the pink and white stripes, and I look, I look like Peter Cottontail. I'll be honest with you, but I get a lot of compliments. I need to wear that a little bit more here this year. Maybe even on Easter Sunday, it'd be a good time to break that out for 2019. That is hashtag hullabaloo here on this Wednesday from Oxford, Mississippi. Hope you all enjoyed that. Hey, you're going to enjoy our next guest after the break. Precious Harris is dropping by with the Nashville Music Line. She's got all kind of good stuff that you do not want to miss out on. That's up next on Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. Imagine a mouthwash that whitens your teeth in just four days. Your party's this weekend. I'm so excited. New Act Whitening Mouthwash. Imagine strengthening your enamel. I'll take one of those brownies with extra pecans, please. Imagine safely removing stains every day. Coffee, ladies. I'll have an espresso. Imagine having a brighter, whiter smile in four days. New Act Whitening. Party time. I'm ready. Stop imagining. Start acting. Use as directed. 
Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. Okay. Uh, two days until the first credit card bill's due, and then the next one's on the 12th. Oh, wait, wait. Is it the 14th? Oh, and I don't get paid for two weeks. Racking your brain to make credit card payments? Simplify your monthly expenses with a credit card consolidation loan through Avant. Avant helps you consolidate your debt into one fixed monthly payment at a competitive rate. Apply in just minutes. If approved, your funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. Consolidating the debt has put me back in control of my finances. To consolidate your credit card debt, go to Avant.com today. You could receive a loan from $2,000 to $35,000. Use promo code 2929 and you'll get a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. Just go to Avant.com and enter promo code 2929. That's A-V-A-N-T promo code 2929. This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 1717. That's promo code 1717 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Put your sweet lips a little closer to the phone Let's pretend that we're together all alone I'll tell the man to turn the jukebox way down low And you can tell your friend there with you You'll have to go Whisper to me Tell me do you love me true Or is he holding you The way I do Though love is blind Make up your mind I've got to know Should I hang up, or will you tell him he'll have to go? Gentleman Jim and a big song from 1960, and it was on top of the charts this week back in 1960. He'll Have to Go, a song produced by the great Chet Atkins out on RCA Victor. And Jim Reeves sang it. And Jim Reeves, who was born in Galloway, Texas back in 1923 Galloway's in the same county as Carthage, Texas, and Carthage there on the Louisiana line in far kind of northeastern Texas. It is the home of the Texas Country Music Hall of Fame. If you ever want some good knowledge of Texas country music, you know you should head on down to Carthage for some good stuff. Again, Jim Reeves, who sadly we lost way too early. He was aged 40 when he died in a plane crash in Brentwood, Tennessee, just south of Nashville, on July 31st, 1964, remember 1963 is when we lost Patsy Cline in a plane crash near Camden, Tennessee. And then the following year, July 31st, 1964, Gentleman Jim, Jim Reeves, a country and pop sensation at that era, 
died in Brentwood. And what a great song there here on Y'all Talk With Us, Southern Accent. He'll have to go. Hey, we don't want you to go. In fact, we are the show that's all about the South, and we love to spotlight great artists like Jim Reeves here on the All Southern Show. And this is our country music spotlight. Now, we've reached that point in the show that we want to give country music artists like Jim Reeves all the credit. And we usually bring Precious Harris on for this time of the show. And we're trying to reach out to her. She had another late night last night. And I know she had another function she was going to today. So if we can get old Precious to give us a ring, we will bring her on. But otherwise, kind of like Jim Reeves, she'll have to go at least until next week. But we sure hope that Precious Harris can find a little time to join us here in just a little bit. Jim Reeves, again, is who we had that song out, and we were giving him a spotlight. By the way, he'll have to go. It was released as the B-side to a song called In a Mansion Stands My Love, but radio DJs, that was in the days where they got the actual record, the 45 in the mail. They flipped that song over to play He'll Have to Go, which was originally scheduled to be just an album track, and they played the heck out of that B-side. And now we can't even get a B-side because we don't have such things as records anymore, really, for at least country radio stations to play. This song went on to be number one for 14 weeks. He'll have to go. And some fun facts about it. Yeah, it was number one in Australia, Canada, and Norway as well. It was also covered by a bunch of people, including Elvis Presley. How about this? Elvis Presley recorded his version of He'll Have to Go on August, uh, rather October 31st of 1976. And it is believed to be his last known studio recording session. It's also believed to be the final song he ever recorded in a studio setting. This same song, he'll have to go. Elvis cut it in 76. The song written by Joe Allison and Audrey Allison and Jim Reeves helped make it famous in 1960. What's that? 59 years ago. This song was out atop the chart with Gentleman Jims. Well, here on the Y'all Show, we love to talk about our country music history and also what's going on in today's world and kind of a story that we want to remind you about. Last week, we lost Earl Thomas Conley at the age of 77. This native of Portsmouth, Ohio, had lived and worked in Huntsville, Alabama, served in the Army as well, and then got on the charts and had a string of country music number ones back in the 1980s. I think he had... 18 number one songs in his career and we lost him to some kind of signs of dementia last week earl thomas Connolly loved etc and we're sure gonna miss his great songs but luckily just like jim reeves etc left a whole repertoire of great music and we love to play them and love to give earl thomas Connolly and jim reeves great love on the y'all show now to some hit makers of today Brantley Gilbert will begin his 2019 Not Like Us tour in June in Cincinnati, Ohio. All of our listeners in northern Kentucky, you can just skip on across that Ohio River to Cincinnati for the Not Like Us tour. And Brantley Gilbert will be joined by Michael Ray from Louisiana and Lindsay L. Now, Brantley and L recently collaborated on the single What Happens in a Small Town, which reached the top 25 on the country music chart. And Brantley Gilbert's also in the studio preparing for his upcoming album for the Valerie Music Company. And you can get more information about the album and tour tickets at his website, BrantleyGilbert.com. So, hey, some new music coming from Gilbert. And he's got his buddies Michael Ray and Lindsay L. joining him on the Not Like Us tour. Again, starting in June in Cincinnati, as the locals call it there, right on the Ohio River. 
five-way chili country, as I like to call it. Hey, the CMA Fest will be here before we know it. It's in early June. It's set for June 6th through the 9th in Nashville, and they have the big concerts there at the NFL Stadium right by the Cumberland River. The CMA has announced lineups for the shows at Firestone Country Road Stage at Ascend Amphitheater. On Thursday night, the headliner will be Chase Rice, who will be joined by Jimmy Allen, Blanco Brown, Adam Craig, this same artist, Lindsay L. we just told you about, that's going to be with Brantley Gilbert, Tyler Farr, King Calloway, Low Cash, and Runaway June. Brett Young will headline the amphitheater on Friday night, and joining Brett Young will be Bailey Byron, Jordan Davis, Adam Hambrick, Kaylee Hammock, Jillian Jacqueline, and Mitchell Tenpenny. That's a guy that's getting a lot of airplay these days. On Saturday at Ascent Amphitheater in Nashville, this is during the CMA Fest that will be going on, Hunter Hayes and Cody Johnson will co-headline the evening, and they'll be joined by Ingrid Andrus. She's getting a lot of press these days. Tucker Bedard is going to be there as well as Ashley McBride. And to go to these performances at the Ascent Amphitheater in the downtown Nashville area, you can get tickets. They're required for each day's entry. It's a three-day reserve ticket selling for $66. That's not a bad price, in my opinion. A single-day reserve ticket for $25 for each night and single-day lawn selling for $10 per night, plus taxes and fees. And fan presale begins on t- today. It starts at 10 o'clock. If you were able to, to get on here early, you can get your tickets right now. Go to cmafest.com. Again, tickets on sale now for the... Firestone Country Road stage at Ascend Amphitheater for CMA Fest June 6th through 9th in downtown Nashville, Tennessee. And I got to remind you, if you are going to be anywhere near Nashville over the next eight or nine, ten days, they're about to have the NFL draft in downtown Nashville next week. And they're expecting 300,000 souls to show up in Nashville. A lot of those will be from all over the country, frankly, and they'll show up in their favorite NFL jerseys. And I bet you'll see a lot of Cowboys fans, a lot of Cleveland Browns fans now that they kind of have a little bit of life. And of course, a lot of Tennessee Titans fans. And so they'll be in the backyard of the Titans, the NFL draft coming to Nashville. I think I just saw where Tim McGraw might be part of the festivities. I'm sure they'll have a lot of other great country music acts participating. In fact, how about downtown Nashville? On Tuesday on the Fox News Channel, The Five, that afternoon show that's got people like Jesse Waters and others, they were in Nashville performing and, and I guess not performing, but producing their show in Music City. So Nashville getting a lot of love from people you don't normally associate with country music, and, and that's a, a darn good thing. How about some news on newcomer Kaylee Hammock? This Capitol Records Nashville artist has earned the most added debut song by a female artist at Country Radio in more than three years. Her song is Family Tree, and 39 radio stations have added the Kaylee Hammock song, and it was co-written and produced by Hammock. This year, she'll be on the road opening shows for Dirks Bentley, Miranda Lambert, and Brothers Osborne, and will appear at festivals including the Country Lake Shake, I Heart Country Festival, and the Faster Horses Festival. Kaylee Hammock. I'll spell her name if you want to Google her, if you don't have any of her music or haven't sampled any of Kaylee's music. Her name is spelled C-A-Y-L-E-E Hammock, H-A-M-M-A-C-K, Kaylee Hammock on Capitol Records Nashville and her song out called Family Tree. And congrats on that great feat. Always good to see Newcomers getting a chance, and especially when they come out of the gate, getting that kind of addition with radio stations playing their debut single, 
That is huge. All right. Music Row Magazine publishes a weekly top songwriter chart. And this list is, uh, it lists songwriters with the most songs on the Music Row charts. And Ashley Gorley is at number one on the Music Row top songwriter chart with seven charting songs supporting him. And this includes Dustin Lynch's Riding Roads, Chase Rice's Eyes on You, the Eli Young Band's Love Ain't, Lee Bryce's Rumor, Chris Lane's I Don't Know About You, Dirks Bentley's Living, and Chris Jansen's Good Vibes, all from Ashley Gorley. Brett James comes in at number two. Shane McAnally's at number three. Michael Hardy's at four. And Ross Copperman is at number five, again, on the top songwriter chart, which lists songwriters with the most songs on the Music Row charts. And Ashley Gorley, this songwriter, on number one. He's at that number one spot. And you know if he's at number one on the Music Row Top Songwriter chart, his songs are getting plenty of airplay on country music radio, which means that Mr. Gorley is getting plenty of love on the royalty account uh, with his songwriting. That's how these songwriters make a lot of money when they get a lot of spins at radio. It's, it is a business after all, and, and he's doing quite well. We have more country music news coming up on the Y'all Show. Still waiting for Precious. Hopefully we'll get her to call in in just a second. But in case she doesn't, we still have more country music news coming your way. We'll leave you with a trivia question heading into the break. Hillbilly Baum received the Vocal Event of the Year Award from the Academy of Country Music on April 17th, 2010. That was nine years ago. And Hillbilly Baum received this award for which pair of country music stars We'll have the answer right after this break on Y'all Talk With a Southern Accent. Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Mirror bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Allergy sufferers, my name's Nigel. As a wise and educated owl, I know the difference between what's wise and unwise. Suffering needlessly with allergy symptoms, unwise. Getting a free 10-day sample of Zizol, quite wise. Zizol is the allergy medicine that's just as effective at hour 24 as at hour 1, which makes getting a free 10-day sample one of the wisest things you can do. So don't be unwise. Be wise all and visit Zizol.com for your free sample today. Users directed. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When you're always on the go, what would you prefer? An office phone system? Hey, it's Rochelle. Sorry I missed you earlier, had an errand to run, but I'm back in the office, so give me a call when you get this. Or one that works on your cell phone. No hardware needed, courtesy of Grasshopper. Oh, one sec. It's a business call. Hi, this is Rochelle with WayForward Partners. How can I help? There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. 
this is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 1717. That's promo code 1717 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Exactly. That song right there received the Vocal Event of the Year from the Academy of Country Music for a pair of great country music performers. And the answer to this song, Hillbilly Bone, who sang that song, it was Blake Shelton out of Oklahoma and his buddy from Sarepta, Louisiana, Trace Atkins. And their buddies, both on the stage and off the stage, Blake Shelton and Trace Atkins, duet partners on Hillbilly Bone, a song penned by Craig Wiseman and Luke Laird, a huge hit for both. And I like to, they need to have another song out there. It's been almost a decade since they teamed up for Hillbilly Bone and what a, what a cool song. And wouldn't you like to see part two of the Shelton Adkins bromance? That would be pretty darn funny. And two, not only great talents, but just funny guys, both of them and both very tall. I'm kind of a tall guy, but Blake Shelton and Trace Adkins out tall me. They would both be the centers on a basketball team, and I might just be a simple point guard if we had a little pickup game sometime. Hey, how about some country music birthdays for this week? Loretta Lynn had a birthday on Sunday, and she turned 87 years young. Loretta Lynn, the coal miner's daughter. On tax day, April 15th, Chris Stapleton celebrated his 41st birthday. Congratulations, Chris Stapleton. Also on tax birthday, it would have been the birthday of the late Roy Clark, who was born back in 1933. And a very great guy with, of course, his legacy with Hee Haw, Roy Clark. He would have been, what, 86 years old had he still been with us. And again, born April 15th in 1933. And of course, he was from Oklahoma and died in the Tulsa area. Also this week, we've got Becca Bramlett with a birthday on April 19th. Of course, she's the daughter of Delaney and Bonnie Bramlett, who are known in the music world. And her birthday, she's 51 years old, April 19th. Becca Bramlett. So happy birthday to all from all of us here at the Y'all Show. Okay, I want to tell you about Music Biz 2019. This will take place in Music City May 5th through the 8th. And this is one of the many notable events going on this year. 
that includes the induction of Sir George Martin into the Music Business Hall of Fame. Now, Sir George is probably best known as the producer of the Beatles hits at Abbey Road Studios. Yeah, if you like the Beatles, you probably know about Sir George Martin. He was a six-time Grammy winner and as a producer had the most number one hits on the Billboard Hot 100. He had a total of 23 number one hits. He also produced recordings in the comedy, jazz, pop, and rock genres. And his next-door neighbor in the Nashville area is British singer-songwriter Roger Cook. And he's got a bunch of stories about Sir George and Abbey Road. And he says that George was always so polite and would say such things as, Awfully sorry to bother you, Roger. Could you just pop into the studio next door and add a backing vocal to a Benny Hill track? (laughs) Benny Hill, of course, if you knew him on PBS and what he did on BBC, that comedian from many decades ago. But yes, Sir George will be inducted by his son, Giles Martin. And again, he's being inducted into the Music Business Hall of Fame, Sir George Martin. And that's taking place in Nashville, May 5th through 8th, when they have the Music Biz 2019 conference. Congratulations. And I'm sure he's had a very big presence, not only in Britain, but in Nashville. I think he chooses to live in the Nashville area. So that's great news. And also, Roger Cook, that famous British singer-songwriter. He lives in Franklin, Tennessee, and has had great success. In fact, I think it was Precious as Harris. Her, her her husband, Mike, once told me about Roger Cook, that he chose to live in Nashville as opposed to England or New York or wherever else because, frankly, it was just a better writing community. He found more inspiration. There was more opportunity to be a Nashville-based songwriter than to be in London or jolly old New York City. Pretty neat stuff. And again, part of the reason we call Nashville Music City USA. And speaking of Music City USA, if you want to know what really goes on in the music biz of Nashville, Precious is a journalist and a music career development consultant with the emphasis on new and aspiring artists and songwriters. And Precious, she didn't write a hit song, but she's got a hit book. It's called The College of Songology 101, The Singer-Songwriters Need to Know Reference Handbook. And you can find Precious's book at collegeofsongology.com. You can also follow Precious Harris's blog at nashvillemusicline.com. Again, if you kind of have always been intrigued by the music business in Nashville, but you don't really know all the ins and outs, Precious's book, and she's usually here with us here on Wednesdays, but we'll give her a pass. I know she sent me some, some videos on FaceTime and or on the text messages system that iPhones have. And she was showing me some live performances late last night. So I bet you either she's still kind of getting her motor going here on this Wednesday or likely Precious has another meeting she's had to go into. And that's okay. We won't hold it against her. And we thank her and her lovely husband, the great Mike Harris, for sharing some of these Music Road tidbits here on today's Y'all Show. And, of course, all of her staff there with the College of Songology for helping me get some of these country music notes that are going on. By the way, I know where she was last night. She was at the seventh annual Songs and Stories for St. Jude event, and that took place at Third and Lindsley in Nashville. And it featured songwriters including Ashley Gorley, Josh Osborne, Lee Miller, and Rodney Clawson, and many special guests. The writers there, and I, I told you, she sent me a video of it. I guess she wanted me to maybe play it. I'm not sure the, the audio, frankly, wasn't that great. A lot of people, a lot of noise. But the songwriters there at 3rd and Lindsley in Nashville, kind of in the downtown area, they shared personal experiences and stories behind country music's biggest hits, all in an effort to support cancer research 
and families with children undergoing treatment at St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, which is in Memphis. And the show, the fundraising show last night in Nashville, it sold out. And that is a really cool thing there. The songs and stories for St. Jude. Always good to see the Nashville music community coming together and helping out in so many ways. And that's exactly what they did last night with that event at Third and Lindsley. I used to go there and see different performers on their way up in their career. And it's, it's one of the great venues. And we've seen a, a couple of places not make it. In fact, about a month ago, I got a message that Poor House, which was kind of in the, the, they call that the Gulch area of downtown Nashville, kind of on the south end of downtown. But the Poor House was a really cool place. And they had a great stage there. And I went by there last year and, and it was a, a sight to behold because it has a, it had a great view of downtown Nashville because it's a little bit of ways, I'd say a half mile away, but kind of up on a hill and it's out of business. So it, it is a tough deal to run a restaurant no matter where you're located, including in a hot place like downtown Nashville, Tennessee. Well, Darius Rucker doesn't come hang out in Nashville all the time because he's often in Charleston. That's where he's from and where he continues to primarily live well the country music and hootie and the blowfish singer is going to be honored at that music biz 2019 conference coming up in may he'll receive the harry chapin humanitarian award which recognizes darius rucker's timeless work to support the youth community of charleston and also his work with saint jude's children research hospital so to my fellow sand lapper darius rucker and an alumnus of the university of south carolina and a huge Gamecock fan and gives back in a lot of ways to the Charleston and low country area, as well as throughout South Carolina. In fact, this week is the week after the Masters Tournament, and I didn't get any kind of info on this this year, but for many, many years, Darius and others have had Monday after the Masters, which has been a fundraising event that gets a lot of the PGA golfers to participate in this celebrity golf event and some music to go along with it. I'm sure they still do it, but I I didn't get the headline or the, the, the heads up, I should say, about Monday after the Masters. This year, of course, the golf, the golf world was in Augusta, Georgia last weekend for the Masters. This weekend, the golf world is in Hilton Head in South Carolina, which is not far from Charleston, about two-hour drive for Darius. He'll probably go down there if he's not touring somewhere this weekend. Speaking of golf, I want to remind you, coming up on Friday, we'll have a preview of this weekend's heritage there at Sea Pines Plantation on Hilton Head Island. As Jason Nall, Executive Director of the Southern States Junior Classics, will be on with us and his y'all.com Southern Golf Report. That's coming up Friday on y'all. We also want to give you a heads up that tomorrow We'll have special guest Leanne Stubbs with the Double Decker Arts Fest. She'll be on to tell us about this event going on next week in Oxford, Mississippi, which is exactly where we are today. But man, we've been talking country music, and I cannot wait to get back to Music City. And maybe the next time I'm in Nashville, which I think is actually next week, I'll be able to track down Precious in the flesh, and we'll have her her great voice and her great laugh on with us. And maybe we'll get some uh, makeup for lost time. And as Jim Reeves would sing, You'll have to go. She'll have to go. And we'll have to go because this is the end of today's y'all show. But we want to thank all y'all for tuning us in on great radio stations across Dixie. 
Again, we'll be right back here tomorrow with another action-packed show. Talk about Double Decker Arts Fest in Oxford. We'll have an SEC spotlight. And while we're in Oxford, we might as well talk about the Mississippi Land Sharks. A.C. Roberts will be on to talk about a very good Mississippi baseball team, which is one of the leaders of the SEC West Division right now. If you like college baseball, AC's going to visit with one of the editors of one of the national publications that covers college baseball. And that editor will tell us about the Mississippi Landshark baseball team, but also what else is going on in the SEC. All that is on Thursday's Y'all Show. You don't want to miss it. And again, sorry we didn't have Precious on, but we'll, we'll try to round her up next week and we'll be sitting side by side. How does that sound? Enjoy the rest of your day here on Y'all Talk with us, Southern Hills. Imagine feeling fearless when you walk into the dentist. Hi, I'm here for my appointment. Act anti-cavity rinse. Imagine a mouthwash that strengthens your enamel against harmful acids, like coffee. Cappuccino for Sarah. While preventing cavities up to 70% versus brushing alone. I'll have a scone, too. For a confident feeling in your oral health. Oh, hi there. Sarah, you look great. Act anti-cavity. Stop imagining. Start acting. Use as directed. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council.